Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord again. I just got out of jail, y'all. And, uh, you know, I go to jail every week, so thank God for that. Uh, actually, it's prison ministry. They, they didn't lock me up. They let me out. I actually got a badge to get in and an ID. So thank God for that. Truly, we had a blessed time in the Lord in jail. I mean, I kind of ran around a little bit and did a lot of shouting and dancing, and it was powerful <laughs> in jail. Um, but I just, I truly thank God for, uh, it's a blessing to be in Relevant Faith Church, the home church. Uh, a lot of times I come here and I get rejuvenated after preaching in jail, uh, get built back up, get strengthened after, uh, you know, being in jail. So I just thank God for that. I want to ask that you would pray with me before we get into the word of God this morning. Pray with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for your son, Jesus, this morning. Lord God, I thank you for your word, your everlasting word, your word of truth, oh God. Lord, I just thank you for all of those that are under the sound of my voice. Oh God, I know that you're able to save to the utmost, Father. I know that you're able to deliver, God, that you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or even think. According to the power that's in us, Lord, I thank you for that. And I give you praise, I give you honor, and I give you glory. This I pray in Jesus' name. Let every glad heart say amen. amen. Of course, I'm not past the mic. As you can see, I'm the better looking one. Amen. <laughs> I hope he hears this. <laughs> but uh, I just thank God uh, for him. Uh, truly a blessing coming up on five years. Actually, it's been five years since we met, and I know it was a divine appointment. A lot of times when you meet people, it's for a reason, and other times you meet people, it's for a season. You know, but the people that you meet for a reason, they tend to impact your life a lot greater than those that are just for a season. Amen? I understand that. So I thank God for Pastor Mike Woman, Womer and his beautiful wife, Alicia. She's so down to earth, you know. Just a down-to-earth sister. She hugged me as soon as I walked in. And uh, just a blessing. I, I just thank God for her spirit. Amen, regardless of what Mike says. Okay. <laughs> so thank God for both of them. I thank God for the privilege and the opportunity. And Mike asked me to preach, and I usually don't write nothing down. I'm more of a preacher that preaches out of my bosom. I study to live this life. And as I study to live this life, God downloads word in my bosom. And then he pulls it back out for me to preach it. But this time I wrote something down. And uh, I told Mike, I said, uh, when he first started preaching the series, The Game Changer, I said, Mike, I need to preach that series. <laughs> but uh, so I told him, I said, I would like to continue or, or do the end of The Game Changer. Uh, and so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about still The Game Changer um, in the book of Hebrews. If those of you that have your Bible... If you brought your Bible with me or with you, give me a second here. It's in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. And here's what it says. It says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, 
and is a discerner of the, it is a discerner of the heart. What does it say? Pardon me? Discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So that's our scripture for today. And I'm still talking about the game changer. I looked up the word game changer. Of course, Mike says it's that aha moment. <laughs> you know, when you're reading the word uh, and you read it again and then you read it again and each time you get something different, you know. But the word of God itself is actually a game changer. Just the word by itself. It is, it is able to, to change your life. You know, I thought about when I first came in and Mike was preaching and he was preaching about the fearless side. Remember that message? Fearless when he was talking about the game changer. And then he went on and talked about pain. And I'm quite sure all of us could relate to when he was talking about pain, right, being the game changer. But then he talked about remaining or being a part that's connected to the branch, be connected to the vine and the branches and being remaining in him and him being the game changer. But today I want to talk about the word and how the word is the game changer. I looked up a definition of the game changer, and here's what it says. Give me a second, because I really want you to get this right here. The game changer, it says this. It says, an event or an idea or procedure that affects a significant shift in the current manner of doing or thinking about something. So it really says that it puts you from this place to this place because it's a game changer. When God does something different in your life through the word of God, it changes your entire life. The word of God is alive. That word where it says the word of God is quick, it means alive. It don't mean that it's fast. It means that it's alive. The word of God is true and it's a living God because if we're serving a living God, then the word it is truth. It is alive. I like to uh, read this to you this morning. Stay with me because I'm going somewhere. Some people call the word the logos or they call it the rhema. But let me tell you what the word of God does as a game changer. The word of God, it makes, it produces, it comforts, it impregnates. Catch that real good. It stimulates, it forms, and it fashions. That's what the word of God does. So the word of God, there's so much to the word of God. That's why the word of God has to be the most important thing in your life. Because how could you be a believer and don't know any word? That's like cereal with no milk. That's like peanut butter with no jelly. Are you listening to me? So if you're going to be a believer, you must know the word of God. You have to know the word of God. You have to have the word of God in your life more than your necessary food. Are you hearing me? You know, you have to meet, eat a meal every day, right, in order to live. You need the word of God in order to live. Because without it, you begin to die. And you begin to die slowly. So you need the word of God in your life. The word of God is the most powerful thing in the believer's life. I remember I was doing a decade in prison. If you don't know what a decade is, that means 10 years. <laughs> so I'm doing a decade in prison, and I gave my life to the Lord in prison. Are you listening to me? And as I gave him my life, there was a young brother in there was full of the word. And I was a new. I was a new believer, a new beginning believer, and I didn't know much word. And he told me, he said, Brother Nate, he said, man, 
He said, I love you, but I want to show you how to study the word of God. So he taught me his technique, and I still use that technique to the day. Now, I would study, I would read, I would meditate upon the word of God, but he gave me a technique to get the word in my bosom because I had time to do. So what he would do, he would give me the hardest scripture and say, I'll give you one week to learn that verse. And when you come before me, don't have no Bible. And he said, come before me and stand and, and tell me what that word means to you and quote that scripture to me. So he gave me, the first one he gave me was Galatians 2.20. You can turn if you want to turn there. But here's what it says. It says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And this life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, whom loved me and gave himself for me. You know how I got that in my bosom? I walked around all day saying that in my spirit. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. I spent a whole day, then I do it again the next day. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And that word got down in my bosom. So the next one, I'm thinking he going to be easy on me. But he wasn't. He gave me one even harder, right? And the second one he gave me was different. And I was able to explain to him what I thought that meant, you know, because I was learning to love God's word. I was learning to learn how to study God's word, to get it down in my spirit, get it down in my bosom. So the next one he gave me, it was a little bit difficult. And it took me a little longer. I said, this is going to take me a little longer. He said, one week. And so the second one I learned was there, there's no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Are you hearing me? Now, then the third one he gave me was easy. It wasn't but a few words, so it was easy. But he was teaching me something, and he was a lot younger than me, but what he was trying to implant into me was the word of God because the word of God is a game changer. There's no way that I can be a believer and don't know anything about God's word because God's word is God's voice. It's God's sperm. It's his voice. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why I said earlier that his voice is his word will impregnate. Do you know that God sent his word through an angel to tell Mary that Jesus was coming? Are you hearing me? That same word spoke a living word and said, you shall have a son and shall call his name Jesus. It was God's word that did that. He sent his word. And you know, the Bible says that where he sends his word, he performs it. Are you hearing me? He performs his word where he sends it. I like to think that God loved me so much, and he loves me. He loved me so much that he sent his word all the way to Stateville Penitentiary, where I was at, to save me. Amen. See, he sent his word to perform it. Oh, yes, he did. God will send his word. Somewhere you were somewhere, and God sent his word to save you. Are you hearing me? I don't know where you were at, but one day he sent his word to save you. He sent a word to deliver you. He sent a word to set you free. Do you know the Bible says this, that this book, this book right here, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. 
that you're to study it, observe it day and night, and then you'll be successful. Some people think they get a good job at Caterpillar, they're successful. But I came with bad news that don't make you successful. The word of God is what makes you successful. The Bible said this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. So you should have this word in your heart because what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. It's going to spill over and come up out of your mouth what's in your heart. And so you have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I remember the first man that I uh, won to the Lord, you know, that God would use me to win this man to the Lord. I never forget the man was facing a double murder and uh, he was praying and said, God, if you would just send somebody. And, you know, God saw, you know, was graceful enough to send me. But that encouraged me to tell others about God. It encouraged me to bring others into the kingdom. It encouraged me to share the word of God. Because when you got the word down in you, it's easy to share. You know, there's no way that I can be a, a believer and never tell anyone about a God that saved me, about a God that rescued me, about a God that set me free. So the word has to be near me. It has to be nigh thee, near to me in my bosom. It has to be so important to me. Have you ever just been reading a word and you just get so sleepy and you fall asleep? Maybe that's just me. But that word is good. You know, when I first picked up the word of God because I didn't grow up in church. And if I didn't grow up in church, I didn't know anything about God. But as I began to study the word, I began to learn about Adam and Eve. And I can see it as I'm reading the book. And I can see Adam. I had a vision of, of how Eve might look, you know, because I had never read the Bible. But the more I read it, I read it. The more I read it. I love it. Are you hearing me? I love it because it's, it's higher than my necessary food. I need it more than I need necessary food in order to live. I need the word of God because the word of God changed my life. The word of God can change your life. It's the word. There's nothing else. We're standing on the word. The Bible said heaven and earth shall pass away, but not one jot. Or one tittle of my word shall ever pass away. I'd rather be standing on the word of God. Amen. I'd rather be standing on the word of God. The word is what's so important to the believer. It's what's important to us because it's God's voice. It's God's voice. It's God's voice. The only time that I ever heard his voice audibly was the day that he called me. I haven't heard it since. Not like that. Every other time was in my spirit, you know, quickening in my spirit, God. But that time, I heard him say my name, and it broke me. It drew me to him. It drew me. And I believe that God did that because he knew that it would take something like that to pull me. Talking about a dirty, low-down dog like me. You know, it took something like that to draw me to God, to draw me to him. And so I'm grateful to God for the word of God because the word is the game changer. It's the thing that will change your life forever is the word of God. There's nothing else like it in the earth 
is the word of God. Do you know the word of God is so powerful that God spoke a word. He said, let there be, and it still is. That's how powerful the word is. There it is. It's light right there. And he spoke that how many years ago? That's how powerful the word is. It's the word of God. And that's what's necessary to us as believers. We need the word of God in our life. We need the word of God. You as a believer, I ain't trying to put you on the spot. How many of you can't quote 10 scriptures? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> but it's so important for you to know the word of God. That's what's important. As a believer, I should know some word. There, be, there should be some word down in me. The word of God. God's word. Because God's word is the true game changer. Before anything else, God's word has to change you. It has to be the word of God. I thought about when I was in prison and I began to, to learn God's word and began to study God's word and how it brought life to me. It began to become alive. It began to come real was the word of God because there's nothing else like it. There's nothing else like it. But I thought about all the years that I rejected it. You know, when people try to come to me and talk to me about the Lord, I'm like, they miss me. I don't want to hear that. Get away from me with that. So I rejected it. I rejected the very thing that was the game changer for my life. I rejected it. I didn't want to hear it because I was looking at my circumstances. I was looking at the thing that held me down. And so I was like, if there's, there's no God, you're crazy. So I didn't want to hear that. But when that word came, it changed my life forever. It changed my life forever. And I can never be the guy that I was before the word changed my life. Are you listening to me? Because it's the word of God that will perform in your life. It's God's word. God's word that will change our life forever. 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 I had an aunt before she passed. She, uh, I called her just to see how she was doing. Her name is Ann. And I said, hey, how you doing, auntie? And then she said, I'm doing all right. She asked me, she said, you still saved? I'm like, still? What do you mean, still saved? I only got saved once. Yes, I'm still saved. She said, well, I just wanted to know. I preached her funeral. I preached her funeral. Good woman, great woman. Uh, I just thank God for that because, you know, she, she didn't understand, though, about how to be saved. And even though I shared it with her, she still didn't understand how to actually be saved. So she would think that one day, well, maybe I'm going to go back. You know, no, no, auntie, this is it. This is who I am now. Because the word of God was the game changer. It was the thing that changed my life forever. And if you be truthful, right, it's the thing that changed your life forever. It's the word of God. Could you remember the first time you heard the word that you actually heard the word of God? You know, the first time I actually uh, acknowledged it, I had a crazy cellmate. Uh, and he wrote, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And he wrote that on the wall of the cell. And I thought he was an idiot. Like, man, why you write that on the wall? He said, that's the word, brother. Don't touch that. So I'm like, I got to see, look at that every day. 
you know. I wrote that, man. Don't be erasing my stuff. So I said, okay, it's nut. So eventually I got a sale transfer because I ain't want to deal with that nut. But the day that I gave my life to the Lord, do you know <laughs> the scripture that the man was preaching when I came to the Lord? The same scripture that this nut wrote on the wall. <laughs> same word. Because, see, God knows what he's doing. And God had already, that's the only verse that I knew by heart because I seen it every day. And he wrote it on the wall. Big, too, so I could see it. But God knew what he was doing. So the word will always be the game changer. The word of God is the thing that will change your life. It will direct your life. It will order your life. You always have to be standing upon the word of God. You need that word in your life. If you're not studying the word, I would encourage you to open the book and study the word of God. A woman asked me one time, like she was mad at me at my old church. She said, how you learn that word like that? I said, excuse me? How did you learn that word like that? I said, I opened the book and I read it. That's all. Nothing special, you know. But God was working on me. You know, God was working on me to put that word down in my bosom because God knew that I would be preaching one day. He know what we know before we know what we know. Are you hearing me? Right? He already know what we know even before we know what we know. So God understands us. He sees the end from the beginning. He's the only one that I know that already knows the end before he writes the beginning. Are you listening to me? And it's all about the word of God. It's all about the word of God. That's what makes the church is the word. It's the word. Without the word, there is no church. Are you hearing me? So it's the word of God that keeps us. It's the word of God that delivers us. It's the word of God that saves us. Are you hearing me? It's all about the word of God. The word of God is the true game changer. It's the thing that will take you from this place to this place. Are you listening to me? It's God's word. It's God's word. As I was in jail this morning, uh, the women, because I spoke to about 100 women first, and the women tend to draw more from me than the men because the women seem to be a lot more emotional, you know, a lot more tears and a lot more, you know, they're pulling from me. If you're a preacher, you know what I'm talking about. They're pulling from me. But then the men, when I got done with the women, it was powerful. It was, they were crying. It was, it was all kind of things going on. It was a Holy Ghost good time. But then the men, the men tend to have this wall up that you got to like bust through to get to the men. Seriously. Because men, we don't seem to, we, 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 we uh, you know, <laughs> the women are laughing. I don't know why. But... But with the men, it was different. It was different even with the word of God. But I tell you this, God knows what word it takes to get through that wall. Are you hearing me? He knows exactly what word it takes to get through the wall. I was so amazed at the men this morning because it seemed like the whole wall came crumbling down. And so God used the right word to bring down the wall so he can get through to them. Are you hearing me? And I'm so grateful to God for that. You know, it's something about the word of God. The word of God is so profound. 
anything that happens in your life, you should be looking to the word of God. This is what you should be looking to right here. I don't care what happens. If it's a bill, look to the word. Huh? If it's a crazy wife, look to the word. If it's a crazy husband, go on to the word on it. Are you hearing me? Because no matter what you face, it's got to be something in the word that'll stand on something. A guy told me one day, he said, well, he, he, he was smoking a cigarette. I said, well, brother, you know, it's not good. You say you're saving, you're smoking. You know, I'm trying to encourage the brother. And he was like, man, ain't nothing in the word about no cigarette smoke. I said, well, the Bible says in Romans 6 and 16, uh, know you not to whom you yield yourself servant to obey, his servant you are to whom you obey, whether sin unto death and obedience unto righteousness. He looked at me. He said, I don't know what that means. I said, let me explain it to you. Are you hearing me? So I said that to say there's always something in the word of God. You just need to know what it says. But anything you're dealing with, the word will cover it. Do you know this word talks about prostitution, robbery, murder, all kinds of stuff is in this book. Lying, stealing, cheating, fornication, adultery. It's all in the word. It's all in the word. You're talking about a movie. This is a movie. It's all in the word of God. Everything exists from here. Everything exists from the word of God. This is the game changer. Are you listening to me? This is the game changer. It's the word of God. There's nothing else like it. There is nothing like this. Nothing. I read in here where God told a man to marry a prostitute. Did you know that was in the book? Oh, it's in the book. Huh? It's in the book. And he did it. She took him through. See, sometimes you marry the wrong people. <laughs> She took him through, too. He had to go through. But in the end, in the end, there's victory. Are you hearing me? It's all in the word of God. And God doesn't see things the way we see things. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. You know, and you'll be like, I never. God, you know what kind of woman that is? But God knows what to do. He knows what you need when you need it. And how you need it. But it's the word of God that'll keep you. You need to have a relationship and a commitment to that word. You have to read that word. You have to study that word. It's more important than your job. It's more important than your children. It's more important than your spouse. It's the word of God. Because that word of God will make you so good that you're going to be good to your, to your spouse. The word of God can fix you so good, you're going to be good to the children. The word of God will be so good when your boss tell you to do something on the job, you'll be like, yes, sir. No, sir. No problem, sir. I got this, sir. You hear what I'm saying? It's the word of God because you're supposed to be doing whatever you do in word or deed. Do it as unto the Lord. You know, my boss is my son's age, but I tell him all the time, yes, sir. Good morning, sir. Oh, I got that. No problem. Are you hearing me? Because I'm a man of God, I represent the kingdom of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Based on that word of God that's in me, because he's watching me. He's watching me. He used to look to find fault, but now he don't. Because he went through a situation, and we touched and agreed in prayer, and God delivered. So he don't even look like that no more. You know, it's a blessing. He's a blessing to me. I'm encouraged by him. He's encouraged by me. 
based on the word of God, based on the word. So the word of God, my brothers and my sisters, it is the game changer. The Bible said it's quick and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. See, the word knows where to cut you at because sometimes we need to be cut, don't we? Remember that message in the game changer when Mark was talking about, I mean Mark, Mike <laughs> was talking about remaining and talking about when you remain, you got to be pruned. See, the word of what will prune you. That word will cut you where you need to be cut because honestly, sometimes we need to be cut. Sometimes our mouth, you know, get us, you know, some of us got a big mouth. You know, that's me. You know. And so sometimes you need to be cut by the word. That word will be like, whoosh, whoosh. you know, it don't just go, whoosh, it come back, whoosh, it come back and get you again. It's two ears. <laughs> it's got you on both sides. Right? And it's alive. It's alive. There is life in the word of God. There's life. If you really want to live, get that word in you. Get that word in you. Because when you get that word in you, then you'll understand it's easier to love people because you know what the word says. You know what the word says. You can't hate people when you know what the word says. Are you hearing me? If you get that word in you, the Bible said that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And then it knows where to pierce. It knows exactly where to cut. It knows exactly where to divide. We might not know where to divide, but that word knows exactly where to divide. And you see, when I was studying that word and learning those scriptures, it was getting down in my joints and in my marrow. Are you hearing me? It was getting down on the inside of me because God had a purpose and God had a plan. He had a plan and a purpose for my life. So if I was going to preach, I can't preach something I don't know nothing about. If I'm going to preach, then I need to know the word of God. I need to know what the word says or I'm just talking. You know, the Bible said if I'm going to be a speaker, then I need to be having the oracles of God, not the oracles of Nate, but the oracles of God. And God's word is his voice. It's not just Nate's voice, but it's God's word. It's God's word. And so as people of God, we have to have that. We need the word of God in our lives. We need to have the word of God. The Bible says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It said a people, a people, a people that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. In other words, they need to be working for God. They need to be serving God, a people that know their God. So God's word is truly the game changer. Because without it, I couldn't be standing before you without the word of God. It took the word of God to save me and clean me up. It took God's word to do that. It didn't make me perfect. By no means that I'm flawless. I look good, of course. Thank you. Appreciate that. But I'm not flawless. Are you hearing me? If you look real close, you'll see all kind of wrinkles. Are you hearing me? So I'm not flawless. But it's the word of God that's down on the inside of me that's causing me to walk up right before him. It's the word of God that's on the inside of me that makes me think about God when I do something wrong. Or if I say something wrong, God's word gives me a conscience. And I'll be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have did that. You know, because of the word of God. It's the word of God. Because before the word, I had no thought. I'm just like, whatever. You know, I got this. 
whatever, you know, don't mess with me, don't get in my lane, you know, I got you, you know, no conscience, desensitized, you know, but God's word, get down on the inside, it'll make you think, make you think, because God's word, it impregnates you, it's a seed, do you know the word is a seed, God can plant his word in you, it's a seed, it's a seed and it begins to grow, you know, one watereth, one planet, and God gives the increase based on his word. So we need the word of God, people of God. We need this word in our life. We need to be strong in the word. We need to be doers of the word and not hearers only. We need to be doing what it says. We need to definitely do what it says. Not do what we think it says, but what it says. You know, not following after the, the rudiments and the traditions of men, but we're to be following after God. Because it's God's word that's going to perform what needs to be performed in our lives. It's God's word. And I'm grateful for the word of God. I truly am. Because I would not be who I am today without the word of God in my life. So I would encourage you. You can use the technique. It's my technique now. I give it to you. I ain't going to give you one week. <laughs> but I give you the word of God. And you can use that technique and you can grow in the Lord. I promise you, if you study the word like that and you meditate upon that word, that word get down in your bosom and you'll be stronger in the Lord and in the power of his might. I came in peace. God bless you.